Around Maghrib time, the friend approached him again. Are you sure you lost that money? He said, yes, absolutely sure. He's like, where did you lose it? He said, I lost it inside my house. He said, why are you outside looking for it? He said, the light was better outside, so I was looking for it outside. So we find ourselves in exactly the same kind of predicament. What we have lost is inside. What we have lost is that sukun of our heart. And what do we do? Just like that person, we are just running around looking to fill that gap from outside pleasures. That was a joke, but in reality what is happening is that the ruhani tasikin, the spiritual fulfillment doesn't exist anymore. So we try to fill that with nafsani pleasures. Pleasures that we have made our nafs so used to, right from our childhood, we try to get more of those nafsani pleasures. It just doesn't happen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions in the Quran, Azimushan, Allah, bidhikrillahi tatma'innal qulub, that we must know this. We must, it must be grilled down in our brains, in our minds, that the itminan of our qalb, the sukoon, the tranquility of the heart only lies <coughs> in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But not the kind of dhikr that we do every so often. No, the kind of dhikr that Allah ta'ala wants from us is actually mentioned in the Quran. Ya ayyuhallazina amanu, people who profess to iman, uskurullaha dhikran kathira. Become those people who are doing dhikr kathir in abundance, excessive dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask anybody who understands Arabic, kasrat is actually more than half. So it means if you're living a 24-hour life cycle, 12 hours or more, we should be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allazina yaskuruna allaha qiyamahu wa qu'udun ala junubihim. That you are mindful of him while you're standing and sitting and lying down. So this is the divine ilaj, the cure that Allah Ta'ala has given us. It's very clear. There is no confusion about it. But we gloss over these ayahs and then we are asking ourselves, you know, I don't feel sukoon, I don't feel peace, what should I be doing? Allah Ta'ala is giving us the cure, the medicine, and we are looking for it elsewhere. So it is sad, it is almost tragic to see our youth and adults and to be stuck in this vicious cycle day in and day out. Whether they are going into school, they are just stuck in that thinking, Oh my God, if I don't get into a good college, my life is, has ended. Once they get into the college, Oh my God, if I don't make a med school, my life has ended. And they are so stressed out. They are so extremely stressed out. If I don't get a good job, if I don't get a good family, if I don't buy that house, if I don't buy that car, we are measuring ourselves, our own lives, in terms of these material possessions. We need to get out of that kind of thinking mindset. So if we want sukoon, if we want peace and tranquility, this zikr has to be part of our life. Whether you are doing a jahri, 
or you are doing it with lisani or khafi, whatever methodology you are following, it has to be with kasrat. Because in the Quran, it mentions the sign of munafiqeen. Really people who are living this dual identity. Dhul wajhain. Dual identity. Two-faced people. Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran that the sign of those people is that they do dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala illa qalila. It's a big sign. If they look at their lives, they won't find any dhikr or remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will find their hearts full of ghafla. This heedlessness and towards Allah. While we are being ordered, وَلَا تَكُمْ مِنَ الْغَافِلِينَ Do not be amongst those who have this heedlessness, this covering over the heart. They will find themselves with that covering. مُتَزَبْزِبِينَ The Qur'an tells us, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. They're always stuck in that. You come to the masjid, you feel so good. As soon as you walk outside, the same lifestyle precedes you. So they're stuck in that cycle. They want to improve, they just cannot improve. So we need to look at these divine ayahs. And we need to bring these cures into our hearts. This is on an individual level, and this is really on a societal level as well, that we have become people who have neglected completely, completely this faculty that Allah Ta'ala gave us, this faculty of our hearts. We have neglected it. People will say, well, I don't really see it. Just because you don't see it, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. The heart is there, but we have neglected it so much that, that it has literally died off. And our ulama and our mashayikh, they talk about the signs of the death of a person's heart. And this is a moment for self-reflection for us. The sign of the death of one's heart is that person will always be in ghafla. Ghafla towards each other, ghafla towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They cannot sit down and even when they want to think about Allah, they can't. They feel wahsha. Feel at unease that I have to sit down and I have to do my dhikr and I have to do something. They want to do something else. First sign. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is actually telling us, Wala Do not follow those people. People, man an People whose heart we have made ghafil of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is the first sign. Second, because they have become so desensitized, you will find that people who have not worked on their hearts, you will find that now they will have no sense of loss. No sense of loss when the tawfiq of amal saliha is taken away from them. There's no sense there. So I'm not praying tahajjud. Well, at least I'm doing this. We'll pat ourselves in the back. At least I'm doing this. At least I'm praying two times a day, one time a day, once a week. So there is no sense of loss. The same person, if the dunya is taken away from him, you should look at this person will subhanAllah will feel like everything in this dunya and akhirah has been taken away. That is the second sign. Third, when <coughs> this person falls into the trap of 
ma'asiyah of itham and zam and sins and disobedience towards Allah, there is no remorse and regret. There's nothing like that. So no remorse, no regret, no sense of loss, complete ghafla. In all reality, I mean these are just the symptoms. These are just the symptoms of what is happening inside. I usually tell people about one of my own experiences. One time, I was traveling in New York City subway station, and during that time, it was a hepatitis C awareness week. And so their, their marketing campaign was just amazing. So what they had was, they had a picture, pictures of men and women, and they were really gory because on their faces there were wounds and blood was seeping out of them. I mean, it was scary to look at. But they really wanted to get the point across. And underneath the picture they had this title. Imagine if this is what your face looked like. Imagine if this is what your face looked like because this is what your liver looks like if you have hepatitis C. Like subhanallah, there's so much ma'arifa in just that message. Because this deen, the ruhaniyyah, the spirituality, it is exactly about this. That just because we are unable to see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Imagine if our ruhani shakal, our ruhani face were to manifest itself on our faces, we will not get out of our houses. Because that is what will happen in Akhirah. Allah Ta'ala will open up the chests. Allah Ta'ala will make bare what we were hiding. We took Allah Ta'ala satari. That Allah Ta'ala hides our faults and we abused it. We abused it. That Allah Ta'ala just because of His infinite mercy, He's not showing our true faces. It doesn't mean that those faces don't exist. Just like that ad, if that face were to manifest itself, can you even imagine? Imagine what our wives would think of us. That I used to think you are, mashallah, so pure and righteous and pious. This is the kind of person you are? Imagine your own children. Dad, I used to look up to you. But this is the filth that was in your heart? Imagine our own teachers, our own mashayikh. Look at the disappointment on their face. Imagine the disappointment on the face of Rasulullah That I sacrificed for him? I cried for him? I, I did everything for this person? Because that will happen on the Day of Judgment. Just because Allah Ta'ala is satar, He's keeping our darkness inside. It doesn't mean, my dear brothers, that darkness doesn't exist. So this is really a moment of muhasaba for us. That we become people who are introspective. We look inside of ourselves. If we feel that desensitization, you know, halal, haram doesn't matter. And, you know, good and bad doesn't matter. And it's equally good if I'm sitting in a, in a suhbat of awliya or suhbat of people who are, who are really disengaged with the deen. It doesn't matter to us. Then really we need to think about this. We need to worry about this. Rasulullah mentioned, mentioned in a hadith that truly in every single human being there is a morsel of flesh in their chest. If that morsel of flesh 
is corrupted, then every action that will come out of their existence will be corrupted. And if that morsel of flesh is sound and untainted, then every action that will come out of that existence about, from that body will be sound as well. And he said, no, that it is the heart. So even on an individual level, if we think that, you know, just the nafsani lazat is enough for me, and I don't really care about the itmanane qalb, which we really should be, then from this perspective, that we should think about that if our hearts have become so hardened and blackened inside and darkened inside, and then our mal will follow. And then the halal from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala follow the amal. Whatever the condition of heart, that will be the condition of our amal. And whatever is the condition of our amal, my dear brothers, then we should not complain. Ya Allah, why are these halal coming on this ummah? We should not complain. Because that is exactly the kind of halal that will come down upon us individually, as a family, as a community, and as an ummah of Rasulullah So if, if we need, if we need to improve the halat of the ummah, we need to start with ourselves. We need to look inside and, 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 and clean and purify our hearts, this tasfiyah qalb. Whether you do it by sitting in the company of awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because that is such a shifa. That is such a shifa, sitting in their company. Just the nuraniyat of that company is such a shifa. Whether we do it with a dhikr, Rasulullah said, Dhikrullahi shifa ul qulub. That if you are ail, you know, you have this ailment and you have this disease and you feel, you know, excessive shahwa and ghussa and ghayb and ghadab and hirs and hasad and so on and so forth and bukhal and ujab and takabur and ghil. There are so many spiritual diseases that we are suffering from. We know we have them. So if we want to do something about them, then do the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Engage with the mashaykh. Cry and weep in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Doing that is essential. Because honestly, my dear brothers, we cannot afford, we cannot afford to present ourselves in front of our Rabb in this hal. Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran that those people who think, Yawma la wala banun, you know, he's negating, he's negating our own worldview. Those people who are excessively engaged with the dunya and the mal and, and their banun, you know, and their children and relatives and makhluk and dunya all the time. Remember that you can find some benefit maybe in this dunya, but on the akhirah, there's nothing for them. Yawma la yanfa, it will not benefit you. Your mal, your banun, they will not benefit you. Illa man atallaha biqalbin salim. Remember the currency that will work in Akhirah. Just like the currency that works in this country is dollars. You cannot bring a 5,000 rupees and expect to get something out of it. Similarly, we cannot present our degrees. We cannot present our houses, our cars, our worldly possessions, our, our relationships to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, I have all of this and, you know, give me Jannah. No, it wouldn't work. إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ 
the token, the key to Jannah, to our salvation, is truly in our sound and untainted hearts. So start working on it. We should start working on it. Working on this hardened earth. You know, just like drop by drop by drop, even rocks, they break. So even when we find that our hearts are so hardened, even drop by drop by drop of dhikr of Allah, it will have effect. Last story, and inshallah, we'll end this. Hazrat Hassan Basri, rahmatullah ta'ala alayhi. This great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of our elders and our mashayikh, a person came to him. And you know, there was a time that people would engage with their elders like this. He said, you know, Shaykh, I come and I sit in your majlis and you are telling, you are explaining the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are telling us about the kalam of Allah and you are telling us the farman of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa We hear these things, but I feel that I am unmoved by it. I am unmoved by it. It feels that I am sleeping inside. And the shaykh, I mean, you know, this was just the mentality at that time. He was shocked. It's like, you listen to the kalam of not a makhluk, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you are listening to the farman of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi the bestest of people. And you are unmoved by that? Then know, my brother, that you are not sleeping from inside, you are dead from inside. So nahi rahe, mo rahe ho, you are dying from inside. It's like, Shaykh, what does that mean? He said, because when somebody is sleeping, all you need to do is just shake them up a little bit. That's all that is required. You shake them up and they'll wake up. The kalam of Allah is shaking up. The kalam of Rasulullah is shaking up. Nasiha by our elders, it's shaking up. And if we find that despite all of this, we are unmoved, unfazed, still thinking about what we have been thinking about, then it is a moment of reflection that really, we are not sleeping inside. We have become dead inside. So we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala, He gave us the cure. Allah bi dhikrillahi tatma'innal qulub. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, oh Allah, help us. Help us implement the cure in our lives as well. He gave us the opportunity to sit with our elders, with our mashayikh, with awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala now give us the tawfiq to literally sit in their feet and benefit from them as well. May Allah ta'ala give us that tasfiyah, the pureness of our hearts. And may Allah Ta'ala help us take this Kalbun Salim to him, the thing that he is looking for. Ameen Rabbul Alameen. Wa akhru da'awana anilhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.